Hey guys, welcome to the very last episode of season two of the Hangout with Chills podcast. You know this is the place to be. It's the place for Christ, community, fellowship, and gist. It's your favorite host, Helen Chills. And if you're here for the first time, welcome. Or returning to the podcast, welcome back. I am super glad to have you here. I am super, 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 super duper excited to come to the end of season two. So 24 episodes and a love letter episode as um, to myself as a bonus episode of finish writing the letter on time so today's episode is titled a season of waiting this episode was born out of my own experiences and the struggle to accept that god really has a plan when he says that i should wait i pray that they guide you as you go through your own season of waiting that you trust that god has good plans for you and he would delight in giving you the desires of your heart as always i hope your time here is well spent and you can one of the lessons you can find me on anchor apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, or spotify just search for hangouts with chills please get your water juice tea anything get something to drink get your earplugs and listen waiting has never been easy no one likes to wait and in a culture of flaunted if you have it, delayed gratification is often seen as a foreign concept. The question you might ask is this, why wait when you can have it now? But the truth is, things do not always have defined timelines. Not everything we want comes when we want it, and God's timing and his interpretation of that timing is not ours. So why we put ourselves under undue pressure, God does his thing in his own way, not bound by our timelines and shadows. You see, everyone wants something, a job, a life partner, a child, healing, promotion, success, restoration, growth, happiness, we all want something. And having to wait and pray for a long time without any form of manifestation of our wants and desires often leads to discouragement and doubt. And then we begin to question God and his words like, I've served you faithfully, yet you have not answered me. And I've been there. And I'm currently still in my own season of waiting. And I remember when I was praying for what I wanted. And you see, I've been asking God for this for a long time. And I still have not received it. And one day, I just went on a rant. And told God that what I was asking him for was not a big deal. Or hard request. Or something difficult that he could not do. So why were my prayers going unanswered? And God's response to me was so clear. It was this, do you want the real deal or a cheap imitation? If you want the real deal, then you would have to wait patiently. And while at it, trust me. It was a replica of something I had read in a book. If it is not my will, would you want something I have not planned for you? That's the question I want you to ask yourself right now. Whatever it is that you're asking God for, do you want the real deal or the cheap imitation of it? If your request or want does not align with God's plan for your life, and knowing and believing that God is the all-seeing and all-knowing God, would you still want it? The question to ask ourselves as we wait is this, what is this season of waiting meant to teach me? What am I supposed to take out from this time of waiting? Is this supposed to draw me closer to God or build up my faith or teach me patience and perseverance in the place of prayer? Is this meant to develop my character? Is this meant to strengthen my work with God and test me like gold refined by fire? What exactly is the lesson inherent in this experience? Because there are definitely lessons inherent in every season of waiting. 
one thing that is important to note is that the season of waiting will be different for everyone. The tests and trials we will each undergo during this season, whilst having a semblance of similarity, will be different for each of us. So earlier this year, I was watching the movie Jobber on YouTube. You should check it out if you yet to watch it. And it got to the scene where the woman got pregnant, or at least that's what they showed us, from a rape after trying to have a child with her husband for years with no success. And the man kept asking God, why him? After all he had done and how well and faithfully he had served God. So a rape could not have been God's reward to him. And this was their season of waiting. And the test that they were undergoing was hard, like really hard. Because I tried to relate it to my my own life. And the question was this. Would I willingly accept and love a child if I was raped? If this was the cross God was asking me to carry, would I be willing to carry it? Even if this was not the cross, would I be willing to carry any other cross that God was asking me to carry in my life? And when the man went on and on about how he was drained and tired and couldn't bear all the pains and suffering anymore, the one verse that came to mind was this, 1 Corinthians 10 verse 13. We all experience times of testing which is normal for every human being. But God will be faithful to you. He will screen and filter the severity, nature and timing of every test or trial you face so that you can bear it. And each test is an opportunity to trust him more. For along with every trial, God has provided you a way of escape that will bring you out of it victoriously. As I continue to watch the movie on as I continue to watch as the movie unfolded, it's a quick spoiler alert. It ended on a very great note and I did not see the plot twist coming. It hit me that this journey with Abba and our journey through a season of waiting is a lesson in trust. Absolute and unwavering trust. It means that you trust God even when you don't understand. That you trust God even when you cannot see the next step ahead of you. Even when you don't see the full picture and cannot see how things will turn out. And the road of journey is long and weary. You trust that God has a plan for everything. And you trust the promises of God in Jeremiah 29 verse 11. That his plans for you are for good. And he's working things out to bring you to an expected end. As such, every day you make the choice to keep serving and trusting God. You see... We can decide to wait with worry or wait well, resting in the knowledge that we have done what we should and can do and trusting God to come through for the remaining. And placing emphasis on the doing what we can do and should do because waiting doesn't mean that we fold our hands and leave everything to God. There's a place for work and us doing our part and then relax, relaxing and watching God work. And as I read on Shalafrit's site, the season of waiting then becomes a chance to grab onto the Lord's rhetorical question, is anything too hard for the Lord? And then respond with the resounding no. So as I go through my own season of waiting, these are the truths that I hold to heart. The God who created me will always be for me. God's blessings are not always a reward for good deeds or faithful service, but because of who he is and his love for me. 
Following Abba does not mean that there would, there would not be difficult times. Walking with God does not mean that there won't be times when we would cry and hurt and question if it's worth following Him. Following God might not make sense all the time, especially when the journey He takes you on seems so heart-wrenching and painful. But once again, there is an assurance that the God who made us will not leave us or forsake us. God is not bound by my timelines. So as I go through the season of waiting, I must not bow to the pressure of my own timetables. God's ways are far above our ways and his plans and thoughts higher and better than ours. We are never alone. I am never alone. God is always with us, even on the days when we feel most alone. God loves me. Of this I am sure. As we wait, we must journey to a place of acceptance of God's will for our lives whatever that will might look like. We must understand that his will will not crush us. His will does not mean that our desires are not important, but being in alignment with that will means that we can depend totally on him. And even when we don't like what his will looks like, we trust him. We need to realize that being in alignment with God's will is the best thing ever. It is letting go of the burden of being in control and entrusting the hows and whens to Him. It is resting secure in the arms of the Father, knowing that He has your back and He loves you fiercely, unconditionally, and recklessly. And these are not just mere words or ramblings to make you feel good, but they are meant as a comfort and balm to your soul and an assurance that God is faithful, always faithful. And you can trust him and his words. He's too good for you not to believe him when he says he will do something. And Abba is always working things out for your good, even when you cannot see it. So as you journey through life, as you journey through a season of waiting, see it for what it is, a season, meaning that it would not last forever. Learn the lessons that Abba has for you in this period. And what a day. Trust when it's hard. Faith when you cannot see the physical manifestation of his blessings. Joy in the midst of suffering. Hope in Christ that never fails. Stay connected to, to God, the source of your life. Don't give up. Cling to God's words and his promises. Perseverance in the place of prayer. Patience that God's timing is really the best. And then you praise God through it all. And God will always show up. That's the thing I'm very certain of, that God will always show up. And then with songs of praise on our lips, we will sing the songs of ascent. As in Psalm 126 verses 1 to 3, when the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, of Zion we were like those who dream. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with shouts of joy. Then it was said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us and we rejoice. So my prayer for all of us as we wait is verse 4 to 6 of Psalm 126. Now Lord, do it again. Restore us to our former glory. May streams of your refreshing flow over us until our dry hearts are drenched again. Those who sow their tears as seeds will reap a harvest of joy. Will reap a harvest with joyful shouts of glee. 
They may weep as they go out carrying their seed to sow, but they will return with joyful laughter and shouting with gladness as they bring back armloads of blessing and a harvest overflowing. Amen. So my charge to you as we end this season is this. Beloved, wait well. Just trust God. He will always come true for you. Thank you everyone for listening to this episode. Please don't forget to subscribe, share the message, and tell a friend to tell a friend that this is the place to be. Don't keep it to yourself. You can also send a voice memo on Anchor. And as we all know, feedback is always welcome and appreciated. And with that, we have come to the end of season two. It's been a great journey and I couldn't be more grateful for how far we have come. And thank you all for sticking with me the end of season two i love you all so much you know um always also follow me on instagram at cc charles please let's use the hashtag hangout with charles if there are any other topics you would want us to discuss i'm just a dm away and i will look at it i will catch you in season three by december the very first week in december i will be back until then remember that a season is not forever god is working even right now to grant you the desires of your heart just trust him just trust him. You are loved. You are loved, my darling. Bye-bye.